HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Square. If you run a restaurant or business, Square has the tools to help you stay connected to customers, shift your business, and navigate this uniquely challenging time. Learn more at square.com slash go slash speakeasy. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Souther Teague. And I'm Greg Benson. Yeah. Jets. Dude. What's going on? <laughs> I was uh, your Memorial Day weekend. Old, same old? Just yeah. hanging out? You hung out in your closet for Memorial Day? <laughs> I've just yeah. been here in the chat the entire time. Um, no, I uh, took a bike ride up to Queens, actually. Uh, went to the Socrates Sculpture Garden, which I is a thing that I never knew existed. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful. It's like uh, it's just kind of on the East River there, sort of um, right across from the northmost tip of Roosevelt Island. Um, some art, some people chilling out. There's a little boat landing there where people can put out kayaks. Uh, it, was, it, it was one of those days that you you know you're out in the sunshine you're i was with my girlfriend you see couples hanging out on picnic blankets or whatever and you're kind of like oh it's almost feels normal this almost feels like a normal summer's day off it was it was nice you need those every now and again to remind you what uh what what we're working to get back to you know totally yeah how about you southern I did the complete opposite of that. I didn't leave my house. <laughs> uh, it was beautiful outside, and I had all the windows open, but uh, kind of uh, just stayed in my place. Um, been been grappling with a little bit of my mental demons. Uh, I posted out some pretty uh, uh, heavy stuff on Facebook to uh, you know let people know what's going on with me, but uh, otherwise kind of just been staying at home and laying low. I needed a few days to kind of like turn off. Uh, I hear you went camping, though, with a pool. Well, you never turn off, man. Um, I did go camping. I went camping on a cannabis farm, and that's not code for anything. That's what I did. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you made it back. Business. Oh, man. I'm kind of always camping on a cannabis farm these days. Um, yeah. But then uh, yesterday went to... Uh, wait, not yesterday. Jeez. Okay. Really? Can- cannabis farm. Uh 
He's still Monday, there. Mo- yeah, right. Uh, Monday went to uh, my friend and bandmate's place, and uh, he's got a pool. Spent a lot of time around pools this weekend. I didn't really think that was going to happen, but you know, it's kind of uh, not so much in them, my feet in them, and then my my skin out exposed to the sun, so I can maintain my medium pinkish hue. Uh, my signature <laughs> color. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, did the, you know, like, like Greg was saying, it's kind of like doing anything that kind of makes things feel like normal is, you know, very important right now. And I, but equally and different for you, it's like, you're always on. So like for you to take a break is probably one of the best things you could have done. Um, yeah, I, uh, I absolutely needed it. That's for sure. Different kind of self care, you know? Well, I, you know, I like to point out that there's, you know, uh, and it was only pointed out to me maybe two years ago. There's a real fine line between uh, self-care and self-soothing, right? So the easy difference is self-care is like diet and exercise. Self-soothing is like sitting on the couch eating a pint of ice cream. <laughs> so you got to watch yeah. out for the you got to watch out for the balance between the two. So I definitely was doing more self-soothing for the past two days than self-care, but now, <laughs> I'm, kinda, now I'm kind of now I'm kind of getting myself back into you know, back into the light of day. Right on. Yeah. Well, I mean, both are kind of important though, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't beat yourself up for, for doing too much or too little of either one, but you do, it is good to know the difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you I mean, it's like self-soothing. I, uh, I know a farm you can go to. I hear it's very <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that it's like, you know, those, those couple days when you get back from your camping trip and you, you ate way too many mushrooms and like you just like need those days to like sit and do nothing, you know, and like recharge. You can't be, you can't feel the guilt, you know. You gotta you gotta realize that it all balances out in the end. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna the, stop talking co- about drugs so of, much. That's the cost of entry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's jump into the show. Let's talk about whiskey now. Um, yeah. Let's, so, <laughs> I'm excited today because, like, not only the you know that I get to uh, hang out with you guys on the radio, and you know we've been friends for quite some time now, but our guest today is uh, a buddy of mine that I met some years ago. I don't want to say exactly how many. Uh, I don't think it was too many. I'm not trying to date myself. My birthday's coming up, but whatever. We'll talk about that some other time. Um, and, but we uh, we hit it off immediately. We're Definitely cut from the same cloth. Uh, so many connections and, and whiskey and music and just general weird lifestyle choices with uh, crazy motorcycles and cars and stuff. But we got a lot to talk about today. So we've got Rob Dietrich in the studio, the virtual studio today. He is the master distiller and master blender for the blackened whiskey, which is Metallica's whiskey. And... I'm awfully close to HQ right now for uh, for Metallica. I live in San Rafael, and that's where their offices are in their studio. Right, Rob? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's right around yeah. the corner. You, it's, you uh, speak. Yeah, it, it's 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 good to hear your voice, even though uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I'll get a chance to see you as, as much as I you know I generally run into you at least three or four times a year. At least yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, good good to see everybody. Good to, good to talk to everyone. Uh, yeah, man, you're you're in uh, you're in paradise down there. That's a that's a cool little part of uh, California, <laughs> San Rafael. Yeah, Marin County, all the way. Yeah, where it happens. Yeah, man. Yeah, so you're in Colorado right now, right? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Denver. I've been based in Denver uh, 
you know, when I, I was the master distiller for Stranding Hands for, for 12 years, mm -hmm. I wasn't the master distiller the entire time, but I was with them for about 12 years. And uh, Denver, well, Colorado's my home. You know, that's where I grew up. Um, I've lived all over, but uh, <clears> this is, I'm very fortunate that uh, even, you know, with my current uh, uh, position working, you know, as a, as the, as a distiller blender for black and I, you know, I, I could stay in Denver, which is pretty nice. You know, our production's up in Vermont. Yeah. Um, the band's based in California and they, they kind of all live all over the place. So it's, it's kind of works out great. So work from home is no real change for you right now. No. Yeah. Even when I was on the road, you know, I was on the road a lot for the brand representing the brand. Uh, same yeah. thing with, you know, with, with Stranding Hands. Um, but I always maintained, and still do a, a lab in my in my office. So I've got, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I've got my little, I've got my stills and my my graduated cylinders and just all my little accoutrement for for blending whiskey. And uh, so I'll get samples sent out to me um, from Vermont. And I'll do all my blending here, and then I'll I'll send back the results to Vermont. And I I was getting out to uh, the production facility about once a month uh, when you know when things were were different. Uh, so yeah. it's 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 pretty. Uh, I mean, it's it's nice actually to spend a little time at home, which I, I just wasn't expecting to at all. You know, this, this year I was, right. I was literally going to be gone every week, uh, in a different state, you know, from I think, uh, March all the way through, uh, June or July. So it's, it's kind of nice actually being at home. I actually have a garden. <laughs> cool. Which is nice. That's, you know, I mean like it, it's, it's interesting to see how different people are adjusting to these times, you know, like the way that business models are changing the way, like, People can kind of realize how much they can get done from from you know the privacy of their own home. Um, I certainly felt it. I was talking with our buddy um, Kaim Dowerman, uh, who owns the Up and Up in New York City. We both did a, a virtual guest bartending shift at Jay Baruski in Shanghai, um, which was really interesting. It was a, a video guest bartending shift, and really what it was, it was more about like the kind of like the presentation of the cocktails they were making them we weren't making them uh we were just like you know the guests could like ask questions and we could talk about it and kind of essentially kind of like give them the rundown of like the vibe of our bars and the cocktails and the ideas that kind of spawn them and it's just we we i talked with him about it for a little while before and after and you know it's just kind of like realizing how to get things done in just a different way these days and so it's it's been interesting to see like we, we all had this kind of like fear that things were just going to be kind of like shut down but like there's it's really we're just figuring out different ways of doing it and i think it's like you have always kind of like been on the road and in a way that's also essentially remote work in a way i mean like right you know you're still getting stuff even when you're away you're still getting stuff done back at home and when you're at home you're getting stuff done on the out on the road essentially it Exactly. You, you, I'm still, you know, I'm still fielding production calls and still making production yeah. decisions while I'm out on the road. Um, so it's, you know, it's and something I've always been used to anyway, just wearing a lot of hats. Um, you know, you know, when we started Stranding Hands, there was just three of us and, you, you know, we just did everything. You know, you just had to switch your hat and, you know, do the next job. Um, so I feel like that just was a natural thing. And, you know, it, um, it, it just... It, it tends to I'm, I'm used to being kind of a remote uh, remotely working anyway so honestly this is the, the nice part about this is I get to actually you know now I can do it uh, 
um, you know, barefoot and, uh, and, and sitting at, sit at home. That's a, that, I don't think that's OSHA compliant, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wear, I wear, we'll you know, the plastic, for now. I wear the plastic booties around my, uh, my bare feet when I do the blending, of course, <laughs> you know, around your Birkenstocks. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, like, again, like you, your background is insane. Um, you know, you, <clears throat> been on tour a bunch with a lot of different musical acts you worked with uh Graham. like it was you've like when we first met you were talking telling me about all these different like endeavors that you had uh experienced and i was like oh shit man well i used to be on tour with the band you're like yeah me too and i was like i like classic cars and motorcycles you're like me too and i was like oh I, i'm from oklahoma and you're like oh shit i was stationed in oklahoma uh and when yeah. you're in the military it's like man there's a lot of similarities here, but like you've been kind of, of like a nomadic, yeah, you've been like kind of a nomadic dude anyway, like for for like your life and like to be able to like make like there's kind of no better person suited for times like this than you, you know. Like I, I was thinking about this earlier before we got on the air, and it's like you've kind of like life has prepared you for a moment like this, you know, and it's it's, it's really it's kind of perfect. I mean, it, and I, I would agree, man, you know, like it's, it's been a, um, you know, I, I remember there was a point in my, in my life where I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, you know, I wish I could just get paid for, you know, just being me for just do what I do. You know? <laughs> and, and that way, and it's kind of turned out to that way, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, well, I like to make whiskey, drink whiskey, talk about whiskey and, and, you know, cars and motorcycles and adventure and travel. And it, and it just has all really fine tuned down into this this beautiful little uh uh extraordinary path uh where all these uh, all these worlds are just kind of meshing together and and in a, in a really pretty extraordinary way um so I, I i couldn't be happier i mean honestly it's 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 pretty it's it's pretty exciting to in kind of a full circle you know i, I you know kind of when you, you referenced the my music background it was you know music production and uh rigging you know my first my first show that i worked was uh, the tibetan freedom concert in golden gate park in 96 for bill graham presents and i i i just happened to be out there uh on a mountain biking road trip from oregon i was i was living in a school bus up in the woods uh up in oregon working as a carpenter and learning how to surf and uh and my, my buddies and i just took a little road trip down to san francisco thought we'd just go down there for the summer and see what what could happen and um just met the met the right person at the right time and you know i was able to able to um i had my climbing gear with me because you know my military background i was i was in the 10th round division so we were uh mountaineering troops so i always have my climbing gear because i'm just i was just a monkey back then i would just climb anything um I, I used to have a bad habit of getting drunk and climbing things but uh that <laughs> um, um, yeah i haven't done that in like a week or so <laughs> um, that you remember, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know. Uh, so I, you know, they just said, "Oh, you got a climbing gear? You know how to climb? Okay, you're a rigger." So I, I mean, that's how I started in the music business was rigging, uh, rigging steel, and then I just started managing stages, uh, doing, you know, going on tours, and um, and and now it's this full circle thing where I, I'm able to to still get to experience that music side that I'm so passionate about, and uh, and the whiskey whiskey making side. It's pretty. Pretty extraordinary. Yeah did your did your former career as doing all that stuff rigging etc. Did that get you the contacts to be in, in touch with with Metallica the band and create this whiskey? 
Uh, it certainly didn't hurt. Um, I mean, I, you know, after, you know, meeting the band's managers, we knew a lot of the same people, you know, especially being in California. Um, so, you know, that just helps solidify like, yeah, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And, and this is, you know, a, a, the, the, the right fit, uh, for all yep. of us, you know, for everyone. So I think, uh, it, it definitely helped. Um, you know, I did, I did actually work, uh, Metallica, Metallica headlined, uh, Lollapalooza in 96. And yep. I think, I think that was the same year they cut their hair too. Um, where, you know, the load album, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. The load load album. Yeah. I remember uh, that. That was like a big deal. Yeah. So I, I got to, I feel, uh, you know, I got to push boxes. I feel like Eddie Van Halen also cut his hair at that time. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was starting to become this thing. And yeah. everybody was getting pissed off about that. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. That was, uh, it, I actually, uh, when I did my interview, my final interview for this job, I had interviewed with the CEO and I'd interviewed with um, uh, you know, the, the sales director. And then the final interview, they, they had me come out to California and, and San Rafael and, and interview with the band at their HQ, which is their recording studio. And so it was weird because I hadn't had, I hadn't done a job interview in like 15 years, you know, like, I was like, oh yeah, let's <laughs> get this. And not to mention, I'm, you know, also meeting one of my favorite all time, you know, bands. Um, and it was, you know, and I, I brought that up to, to, to James Hetfield when, you know, I said, hey, you know, I actually worked one of your shows uh, as a stagehand, you know, just pushing boxes. And I said, yeah, so you, you cut your hair. And he's like, yeah, everybody hated for the, hated us for that. He was, you know, they, they, they've run their, you know, they've run their, um, uh, um, you know, they're ups and downs, man. It's just extraordinary how they are still filling 75,000, you know, arena seats. Um, and the energy is still there. I mean, it's, it's impressive. It's really impressive. Yeah, man. You like, I was lucky enough that, uh, you invited me to one of the two, uh, S and M shows in San Francisco at the new chase center. It was actually the first night that it was the first event, I think. Right. Yes, yeah, uh, the first uh, first show that, ever there. That, yeah, yeah, and it was incredible. It was so uh, for our listeners. Like, it was the 20th anniversary of the S and M album, which was uh, Metallica with the San Francisco Orchestra or yeah, Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. Or, uh, yeah, and so they they did a 20th anniversary concert. They did two nights, and uh, I, I I was actually wearing my T shirt the other day. Um, from that show, nice. Uh, but uh, it was incredible. We uh, I got to hang out with the whole uh, Blackened crew and go to the show, uh, drink a lot of whiskey that night, and uh, and saw one of the most incredible rock and roll concerts I've ever seen in my entire life. And it was uh, all great company. Absolutely, cool. man. That was and, that was a, that was a fun night. Very very epic um, and just extraordinary to see these two kind of genres of music come together and. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's the, there's whiskey that uh, kind of lubricates the whole thing. Uh, yeah. A solid time for us to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. So stay tuned to the Speakeasy with uh, uh, we're talking today with Rob Dietrich of Blackened Whiskey. This episode is brought to you by Square. We all know that this is an incredibly challenging time for our friends running restaurants and small food businesses. With social distancing in place, people are staying home and eating in, and restaurants have had to pivot to pickup and delivery only. HRN would usually be recording our podcast from our studio inside Roberta's. 
but since they've had to close their dining room, they've ramped up their frozen pizza production, set up a wine and grocery shop, and seen their delivery orders skyrocket. Like Roberta's, many restaurants have been changing offerings day by day as they figure out how to best serve their customers. If you run a restaurant or a small business, Square has the tools to help you adapt. One of these tools is the Square online store. It lets you set up a free online ordering page with curbside pickup and local delivery so you can keep customers safe. You can deliver orders yourself or integrate with delivery partners. Its order hub lets you manage all your incoming orders in one place, no matter which delivery partners you choose to use. Square has all the tools to help you stay connected to customers no matter where they are. See everything that's available by visiting square.com slash go slash speakeasy. And we're back. You're listening to The Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network. And in the virtual studio today, we've got my buddy Rob Dietrich from Blackened Whiskey. Um, What's going on? We were talking a little bit before the break about uh, the fun times we had at the Metallica concert and the S&M show. And talking a little bit about Rob's background. Let's talk about this whiskey, man. Um, it was uh, it hit the market just a few years ago. Uh, really, really awesome collaboration between... Dave Pickerel and the band Metallica, and you are keeping that dream alive, as it were. Yeah, and you guys, and you guys employ a pretty unique uh, technique that you use to sort of enhance the whiskey, right? Well, I, want, I want to talk all about it. Let's let's hear about it. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this is where it's fun. You know, um, kind of going down the rabbit hole of making whiskey. There's so many ways to make whiskey, and you know, Dave. Uh, you know, Dave is a legendary craft distiller, um, truly just, you know, talented, had his fingers in so many projects, so many brands out there that, uh, that Dave has, has touched in some way. And a lot of hats. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, <laughs> well, and, and what's crazy is that, you know, that, you know, when, um, I'd, I'd heard about this project when I was still at Strandy Hands, um, there's a friend of mine who is friends with James Hetfield. James lives in Colorado and, and this mutual friend of ours had, had contacted me and said, hey, you know, Metallica's thinking about making this whiskey. And they've, they've got this guy, Dave Pickerel. Do you know anything about him? I was like, oh, well, then they're in good hands. I mean, they're in great, the best of hands. They, you know, so um, they've, they've chosen wisely. And, you know, so they um, so Dave had, had this idea. You know, he, he has all these great relationships with with uh, distilleries all over all over the country and all over the world. Um, so he was able to go and, and, and cherry pick and hand select um, all these incredible whiskeys, all these whiskeys that could could stand uniquely and independently on their own um, and take these whiskeys and blend them together to create something phenomenal. And that's and that's, you know, that's that's where I've, I feel like there's a magic there. There's magic to blending. And and, and, and I've, I've had a lot of fun with that in the past with uh, some projects I did at Stranahan's. Oh, it's, it's uh, mixology on the grand scale. Yes, yes, exactly. Because you're you're making it on a smaller scale, but you also have to think about what that what that's going to do. You know, literally in hundreds of gallons. You know, like that's. I mean, when you talk about pre batch, this is a, this is a serious pre batch. Right. Seriously. <laughs> uh, so you know, so he so he had this. You know, he he got he, he had whiskey from Tennessee. We've got bourbon from Kentucky, bourbon from Indiana, uh, rye from Indiana. We've got Canadian rye. And all this is average of eight years uh, aged in white American oak. Um, and then, you know, and I'm a big fan of cask finishing. You know, this is where, where uh, Dave um, 
you know, wanted to apply another, you know, flavor profile and take that blended whiskey and cask finish it in Spanish brandy barrels, which he called black brandy barrels. Um, and for me, that's, you know, like I, that's, that's where I, I you know, really kind of got a name for myself in this industry was making a, a specialty release at Stranahan's called Snowflake, where I would take, you know, yeah. different cask finishes and blend them together. Um, so it was really kind of, it was really cool to see that they were doing that. Well, then Dave wanted to take it another step further, you know, and, and this is where, this is where I love about innovation and technology is that we can take, you know, legend, you know, age old techniques that we've, you know, that we apply to, to distilling and fermenting and barrel aging um, that have been around for hundreds of years. And now we can apply, you know, a new innovation of a science um, to, to the process. Uh, and Dave had this idea. This is something that he got uh, back when he was a, a cadet in West Point. And he had become friends with the uh, the caretaker for the, the the giant pipe organ at the cathedral there. Uh, apparently, it is the largest uh, pipe organ in North America, and so it's a very you know it's a monstrous thing. And uh, and the guy showed him this note that if you played it, um, it would it would it would it was it such it would violently shake the building so aggressively that the guy was afraid to play it for very long for fear of literally bringing the the, the whole building down on top of them and that's something that's new, stuck new meaning Dave. to bring the house down right yeah bringing down the house <laughs> exactly um and you know that was that was something that always stuck with dave that you know maybe we can apply that somehow in in the aging process or or you know it's somewhere in there we can we can see if this could even have an effect um, and that's, you know, well, that was the first question I asked when I came on board was, um, you know, I want to know the science behind this. I want to see, you know, cause I'm a whiskey nerd. I want to know what's going on. I want to hear, hear what's happening and see what's happening. And, and what he had done is he had taken the whiskey that had been cask finished, but not sonically enhanced. And, uh, and that's, and when I say sonically enhanced, what, what, what he did was he applied, um, he went to Meyer sound, which is the, the sound company that, uh, builds all of the, uh, all the touring sound equipment for Metallica and, and many other bands as well. And they also work with uh, um, Lucas films and they're, I mean, they're just a phenomenal company and he had them create a device that um, could play music at a very low frequency, um, which would in turn vibrate the barrel so vigorously that the whiskey would move in and out of the wood at a very rapid pace. And, and this was just a theory, you know, in the beginning. And so once he, once he was applied this, this, uh, this process, um, he took a sample of a barrel that he did not do the sonic enhancement uh, to, and then he took a, a sample from the barrel that he did do the sonic enhancement to, sent them both off to a lab. And the, and I've, I've seen the reports. It's, to me, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's, it's phenomenal to see how the different markers of, of, of flavor profiles that you're looking for in a barrel, um, every single one of those markers were, were elevated for this, for the sonic enhanced barrel. So, which means that that whiskey had been pushing in and out of the wood, uh, and had actually picked up a lot more of the elements of the, and the flavors from the wood, um, uh, at, at, a, at a shorter period of time. So we're not trying to, we're not trying to, uh, replace aging, you know, uh, or, you know, or, uh, we're, we're not trying to replace aging. Uh, sorry. Uh, we're not trying to replace aging. We are trying to, um, ensure that you know there's we're just trying these different methods we're so what we call it is a sonic enhancement which we've actually trademarked uh the process um and have dubbed it called it's called black noise 
um, applying this process. So it's really pretty exciting uh, just to see this this new technology applied to, to you know to old old um, styles of barrel finishing. And you know, I feel like this is just scratching the surface. You know, we're we're there's a number of ways we could kind of go with this. I feel. Sure, sure. So, so what what is the noise that you're playing? Um, well, you know, it, the easy uh, the easy guess is, uh, and you probably all guessed it, it's it's definitely Metallica music. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. That's yeah, you awesome. know, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, they um, what's cool about it, and this is where the band really gets to be kind of you know, this is where they get their fingerprints on the on the daily process or on or on the production process. So each one, you know, each each batch is numbered, um, and we started uh, with batch eighty one, which is the year that the band formed was in nineteen eighty one. So that was their very first batch was eighty one, um, and the entire band uh, all selected a playlist of Metallica songs to play to um, batch eighty one, and from that point, uh, each uh, each individual band member takes um, takes turns creating the playlist for uh, each subsequent uh, batch. So uh, you know, starting with Hetfield and then Lars, uh, and then Kirk Hammett and then Robert Trujillo. And then they just, you know, they just rotate that. Um, so it's really fun because people, um, you know, they, they'll, they'll buy a couple of different batches and taste them side by side. And, you know, and they, you know, like Robert Trujillo likes to, to pick out bass, bass heavy, bass forward playlists. Um, so people say, Oh, I was like Robert uh, Trujillo's uh, playlist or his whiskey. Um, you know, Kirk loves his solos. So, you know, he's picking playlists that have a lot of these solos. So it's, yeah. it's, so you know, each you batch run, is a little different. Running the risk of sounding like even more hippie than I did at the top of the show. Uh, like you're, <laughs> you're tasting sounds, man. Yeah. <laughs> do you see the music? You can feel the music. You can taste, taste it. Do you have uh, some empirical data? Uh, like, do you, when you, when you compare each, each uh, different playlist batch to, uh, at the lab, do you get different spikes and different, you know, uh, different cogeners and tannins and whatnot? Um, we haven't sent every single batch out to, uh, to the lab um, as of yet. And that's something that, you know, that I, that I hope to get into and really start creating um, trackable data on what is making things different, what's changing the, the, that flavor profile. Um, you know, is it, is it more base or is it, is it, you know, is it less base? I, you know, base, as we all know, you, you see the cars going by more with cowbell. The going in the windows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just <laughs> rattling. Um, but, the, but the cool, the cool thing about this is, is you can actually go on blackened, uh, blackened whiskey.com, uh, blackened American whiskey.com. And you can, and it'll say uh, the batches and you can go to the batches and you'll look at batch, batch 97 and, and it'll say Robert Trujillo and it'll have a list of the songs that, that he picked for the playlist, which we played to the music um, over a period of, you know, 10 to 10 to 14 weeks while we're cast finishing. Um, but the cool thing is, is that there's a little Spotify symbol right there that you can take a photo of it with your phone and um, download that into your Spotify and it will actually populate that playlist for that batch. You can listen to the exact oh, playlist cool. list that he, he picked while you're sitting that's, on your, uh, that's incredible. <laughs> it's cool. It's fun. It's uh, it's, and again, I love, I love, uh, you know, nerding out on, on the technology of it. So you're, yeah. uh, you're coming up on batch 100. How large are these batches and, and what, if anything special are you doing with batch 100? Um, you know, the batches have varied, um, you know, as we've, uh, in, you know, as we've grown and as we've increased, um, you know, there's been a few spikes, um, you know, when they, when they first released it, there was a lot of interest, you know, Metallica fans are, are, are very loyal and they're, and they're, 
they have such a huge international fan base. Um, there was so much excitement about, you know, about the whiskey. Um, and then of course, you know, Dave, uh, unfortunately passed away in November of 2018. Um, at, a, at an event I was at, I was, um, it was at the whiskey fest in San Francisco and I was, yeah. I was, uh, and that was a, a huge shock to the, to the community. Of course, you know, we're all very close knit. We all know each other. We all work together in some capacity. Um, so it was very sad, you know, but he also, and I consider, I feel like he died with his boots on, you know, he, he was, he yeah, was doing sure. what he loved, loved to do the best, you know? And, yeah, uh, absolutely. And so, there, so there was a spike in sales there. So, you know, we increased our, our, our production there. Um, and then, uh, you know, I came on in May of 2019 uh, so just about over a year now, um, which has been a wild year. <laughs> um, yeah. I remember when you were telling me about it, uh, it, like right as, right as it was happening and, you know, like ex explaining to me the, uh, the process of the, the whiskey and the blending and the finishing and everything. I was like, God damn, man, this is like the perfect job for you. Like if anyone's going to take over for this whiskey, for Dave, for the black end American whiskey, it's like you're the perfect person for it. So it's been really amazing. Like seeing your like growth in this, uh, in this brand and this whiskey and kind of seeing what you're doing. You got to pick out the music for the batch 100, right? Yes. That's so that was what was really phenomenal. You know, each, each member of the band has been picking out all the playlists and uh, they got together and like, okay, batch 100 is a big deal. That's, you know, let's, let's do something cool. Um, and then they, you know, the band all decided like, Hey, let's, let's, let's let Rob pick out the playlist for this. And, and which I was, I was like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's really exciting. And then, you know, as, as they started thinking about it, they're like, well, not only will we, you know, not only should we have them pick out the playlist, let's make that playlist into a vinyl record. Let's make it into a what? box set, a vinyl record <laughs> with with the with the with the batch 100 release. So they asked me to send 12 songs, which uh, they sent to Lars, and Lars was going to curate it down to um, uh, he was going to arrange the music down to six songs and just one record, three songs per side. And he liked the songs that I picked so much that he didn't want to get rid of any of them. And he said, "No, screw it. We're going to do a two record release." So it's a two, two, two vinyl record release, the, the batch bottle, you know, batch 100 bottle. Um, and then they, our, our first issue of the blackened, uh, blackened magazine, blackened zine, uh, inside the, the box set. Um, Unreal. and I was, Unreal. I was blown away. I was blown <laughs> yeah. away. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> I get to help make a Metallica record. This um, is incredible. I mean, your entire career seems like it, it teed you up for this. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I agree. I, 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 I couldn't agree more. It really, uh. I'm, I've been on cloud nine. It's been, it's been pretty exciting. And we, uh, we just launched, uh, um, on the 18th, we just released, um, batch 100. Uh, it's on e-commerce, uh, only. So we're, we're only selling it online. It's, it, you're not going to see it in stores uh, unless somebody buys it online and, and puts it in their store, which probably isn't legal. Um, but the, <laughs> um, but the, the box set is phenomenal. Our, uh, the, 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 the Sweet Amber team, uh, our, our blackened whiskey team, really just we have some great creative people um, that really put the box together, the, the just the visual, the feel of it. The vinyl records themselves have um, uh, the images of the band, myself and Dave Pickerel printed on them. Jesus. Uh, yeah, they're picture discs. Just, yeah, it's a picture yeah. disc. Exactly. So they're both nice. picture discs. Um, I, I unboxed mine. uh 
on the the day we released on the 18th and and then immediately i've got a i've got a, a vinyl record collection and a um I, I i couldn't wait to just like stick that thing on you know and, and crank up the knob um and it was so much fun just to be able to blast because i picked you know i spent I went down the rabbit hole, like a Metallica rabbit hole for probably three or four days, digging through all the archives of their music. And I, I selected, you know, things from, uh, you know, live in Seattle, 1989 uh, and live in Mexico City, you know, in 91, you know, just different. Um, it just the, where the audience was just as much of a participation and feel as the band was, you know, just the, the way the audience was reacting. Um it was it was phenomenal, and it felt like it really had to be had to be in there. Yeah, and, uh, there's something that's really. Guess, it's important to say that you know, like it, I always say that uh, a bar is only as good as the people who are in it, and it's the same way with the show. You know, it's like it's not just about absolutely. you know the the band and the music. It's about like the it's an overall experience, right? Agreed, agreed, and and that's and you know you you could tell that the audience is. Um, inspired by the music that's coming out. So they're going nuts. And then the band is like, wow, these guys are nuts. We're going to go, we're going to play even harder and right. They feed off each other's energy. Yeah. Uh, It's it's so cool. And that's a very inclusive way to add the audience, you know, back into this whole system with this box set coming out. Um, How how does, how does one get a hold of the box set? Uh, So you can, you can get it. Um, you can go to, to, to black and black and American whiskey.com and that can direct you to a variety of uh, e-commerce, but there's a place called cask, uh, cask cartel. Uh, there's also um, spirited gifts. Um, yeah. and those, and they all carry. Uh, so what, what, uh, if you purchase it now, it's actually, um, you're doing a pre-purchase uh, and that if, I, I don't think they, um, they're not sending anything out until June. Uh, so, I mean, we're close to the end of May anyway, but um, yeah, so I think, you know, there right now it's just the pre-sale and you, you get your, your sets and it's only, you know, it's 150 bucks, which I, I feel is incredibly reasonable for a limited release, um, record set. With your picture and, on it. And, and, <laughs> I, which is cool. I know. I was like, wow. I know. It's, it's, it's wild. It's, it's, it's pretty wild. I mean, it's I, incredible. I, I just, I, I, I couldn't, uh, I'm, I'm still just blown away by the whole, the whole thing. Well, it's clear that these dudes are are awesome. Otherwise, their band wouldn't have stayed together nor been as popular and uh, and long-lasting as they are. Um, And speaking of awesome things that they do, um, for uh, some relief during during the COVID crisis, you guys did a bit of charity in April. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and um, we also extended that to May. Oh, nice. Uh, I didn't know that. Okay, great. Yeah, so the the band uh, has a charity called All Within My Hands uh, Foundation, and they... Um, they support um, lower income communities and um, you know, they, they do a day of service every year um, in support of that as well. Uh, but this year they have, uh, they have released, um, um, they have donated uh, to uh, several different charities, uh, $350,000 um, uh, some of which have gone to the Uni- uh, United States bartenders guild. Um, we, we, we've been working on these programs to support the USBG. Um, and for, I think it's this week, um, which we're getting close to the end of, um, this week, all sales from black and merch, uh, go to the United States bartenders guild, uh, fund. And so they've also got, um, the, um, stagehands, uh, they've got a, a stagehands charity that's, uh, are, you know, or helping stagehands who are, um out of work right now because no one is touring you know well it's probably going to be out of work for a long time like like shows aren't coming back for a while 
Right. Uh, you know, and as, as a stagehand, you know, former stagehand, I, you know, I, I worked independently. I didn't, you know, I'd work for this house or that house or this tour, I'd take this place. And so I, I mean, if there's nothing going on, there's no backup for these, these guys. So, uh, so the band has been very generous in, in donating some, uh, some funds to the, to the stagehand, um, uh, stagehand workers fund as well. Um, and feed America, that's another, uh, another, um, fund that they've been, um, adding the charity too. So all of April, um, we, and we extended that to May. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty exciting just to see what they're doing for the community, what they're doing during this time, uh, to, to, to just be able to, to help people survive. You know, it's, incredible. yeah, it's, it's great. It's great to use the strengths that you have to generate that attention towards these worthy causes. You know, I'm really happy to hear that they're doing that stuff. So all merch can be purchased on, uh, uh your website. Um, uh, yeah, blackandwhiskey.com or or metallica.com. There's a lot or, of black okay. merch on that too as well. Yeah, black and uh, American whiskey. Black right? and American whiskey. Yes. Black and American whiskey, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, man, that's that's pretty fascinating. I'm really excited for you uh, that you get to be on an album of metal on a double album of Metallica along with Dave Grohl. Like this is like this is like a like you can't you can't even make these kind of dreams up. Like you know this is like having a dream within a dream. That's it what is. I'm saying, man. Like this job is perfect for Rob, man. Yeah. No, it's it's incredible and such an honor. And I, I got to be honest, I, I feel so humbled um, by the whole thing. It's it's just really um, amazing how how well the band has embraced me into into the Metallica family and um, and and how we you know still continue to you know to honor Dave's legacy and and um, I, there is a song on on the, the box set that I did uh, dedicate to Dave, um, which is uh, last year, 2019 they recorded um, a song for the all within my hands foundation. They did a, they, they did a live, a live album and uh, they did an acoustic version of uh, unforgiven and, uh, and, and uh, James Hetfield dedicated it to Dave, you know, on that song. And when I found that, I was like, Oh my God, this is treasure. This is perfect. This is the perfect thing. Cause I was trying to find the right song to, uh, to, de- to dedicate to Dave. And that could have been, couldn't work out better. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's a Amazing. great song as well. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Man, Rob, really great. They, ha- yeah, really great having you on. And this is some fascinating stuff to a- dig into. And I'm, you know, uh, definitely fascinated by uh, sonic enhancement, uh, black noise. That's very cool. And uh, you know, I, I have blackened uh, American whiskey on my bar, honeybees. And whenever we get back up and on our feet again, I'll be glad to uh, raise a glass to you and with you, hopefully. Um, Excellent. I look forward to that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I feel like the time slots that we have for this show or, you know, some of our guests, it's just not long enough. And Rob's definitely one of those people, you know, like, I feel like it just means you got to be back, back, back on again, Rob. Yeah. Come back again. You know, I, uh, the the first time I was on this, uh, show with, uh, Damon in, in Brooklyn, um, you know, we had, uh, we had, you know, beers, uh, beers, you know, cracked open between our, between our legs and, uh, and, and whiskey was flowing. Uh, Pizza, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the good old days. (laughs) Right. Uh, So, you know, I think uh, we'll just have to get together, uh, get together for a nice round of of sipping, drinking and and, uh, talking all things fun. Yeah, man, absolutely. I think I think we can do that sooner than I'm I'm optimistic. You know, like I know that like technically there's, uh, you know, we've got to take care of each other and make sure that, you know, we're socially distancing and doing all the stuff. But I'm. I'm pretty optimistic that we're going to be able to share some drinks in person soon, sooner than we think. So I'm hopeful. Yeah, I, and uh, Fingers crossed, man. Yeah. 
I agree. Uh, a, a quick sidebar here, and this is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all on this show remotely. And, uh, and just to give your, your listeners, uh, an idea of what we, what we're looking at, we got these little sound waves in front of us and under each people's name. And if anybody has seen, uh, a bottle of blackened whiskey, they'll see the word blackened in white. And behind it is a black sound wave looks very similar to what we're viewing on our screens right now. And that black sound wave is, uh, James Hetfield singing the word blackened. So it's just kind of this cool. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the actual sound wave. They they took the sound wave and 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 made it you know larger. But it's uh, so it's just kind of cool. Those little subtle details. You know, like I was just realized I'm looking right at the sound waves. I was like, oh, look, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder that's, if our show can sonically enhance a barrel of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you, uh, you and uh, you and Greg, your your baritone voices could probably get it done. Um, well, Rob, it's really great to talk to you. Um, I would encourage our listeners to go follow you uh, on uh, Instagram at Blackened American Whiskey. Go check out the Facebook at the same, Blackened American Whiskey, and then hit up the website, uh, blackenedamericanwhiskey.com, to pick up some merch that will help out some charities right now and also just to get yourself some great uh, products and some and some good whiskey, yeah. right? And yeah, also, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Whiskey Rob on Instagram, correct? Correct, yep, yep, Whiskey Rob. Yeah, so with an, follow with an him e. there, too. Whiskey with an E. Whiskey with an E. <laughs> yeah. Totally. American man, Rob, it's it's great having you on the show today. I miss you, man. I always miss great you, to brother. like hang out with you. I don't know, like we've got like Bar Combat Brooklyn coming up and Tales of the Cocktail, which, you know, I, I, I we're not gonna be able to see each other there. So it's it's hurting right. me, uh hurting my feelings <laughs> right now, but it's it's great having you on the show. Anyway, if that's all we can do right now, I'm I'm I feel like I'm I'll, I'll, very privileged to, to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, cool. Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, that, it's a pleasure. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm enjoying some right now. Uh, at you know, noon in California. Um, yeah, <laughs> some here whiskey. Perfect. It's I, really I, cool, I got, man. I got a little jam here as well. Yeah, very cool. Well, cheers to you, man. Yeah, cheers, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's been like on a personal note, you know, like uh, as friends, it's been really cool, like watching your your career unfold you know i uh, i went to strain of hands and hung out with you there in denver yep. and yeah. uh you know been to all the whiskey fest with you and everything and, and just like you you gave me a call like right when you uh joined blacken and i was just like god damn this is the coolest guy in the world <laughs> so Dude, like, well, that's, that's it's just really great kind, man. Cool. it's really great to see how things have played out man i love the whiskey uh and it's just it's really cool man and i can't wait to check out the uh, the box set, man. I'm I'm a I'm a vinyl collector too, so like that's uh, I'm really excited to grab that, and I'm probably uh, probably I, I, I'm kind of like one of those whiskey nerds where like I you know I'll I'll keep the bottle sealed, but I, this one like I feel like it it would do uh, it wouldn't do it justice for all uh, <laughs> to not open the, the bottle and listen to it, uh, the music with the whiskey, you know. So I'll definitely yeah. crack that open when it comes in the mail. Well, I had to, I, I had to get a couple. I mean, obviously, I, I got to have one where I can I can play the records and, and drink the whiskey. But you know, I've got one that's going to be sealed and just you know kept away as a uh, as yeah. a memento. And you know, um, but it, it kind of kind of reminds me of that song. I, I can't remember the band, and, and I'm sure you'll you'll know who it is. But uh, uh, the, the cover of the Rolling Stone. It's not it's not quite the cover of the Rolling Stone, but you know, you got to buy five copies for your mother. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> so, I, 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 so I bought, you know, I bought my parents uh, uh, a box set as well, 
you know, so they've got one. They, they, as a matter of fact, I have their, I have their vinyl collection and their record player now. So I thought it was very ironic that I'm, you know, sending this out to them. And now that I have their record player. <laughs> they can't even play it. Oh man. Well, that's yeah. okay. That's like, I feel like uh, your family is your, your living scrapbook. They can keep all the stuff and you know, it'll always be around. So <laughs> right. That's right. definitely yeah. my, my mom has kept every article clipping from every cocktail feature I've done. And I'm just like, you know that's all digital, right? It's all that's all online, but <laughs> but the whiskey is yeah. not something you can enjoy from a, a website unless you order right. it there. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, definitely encourage everyone to go to check out the new batch 100 uh, Black and American whiskey. And man, it's been great to have you on the show today. I uh, can't wait to Thank catch you up more so with much. you soon. And uh, I guess that's it for the speakeasy for this episode. Check out heritageradionetwork.org for many other programs like this one. Till next time, we get to see each other. Rob, cheers. Uh, such a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers, gents. Cheers. Cheers, guys. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil runs his groove in them rhythm and blues that sound. It's gonna get you sound in the end. The Speakeasy is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to learn more about our 10-year anniversary celebration happening all year long, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com forward slash heritage radio network. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fair, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows that you like. Tell your friends. And please, join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.